is when you like take like a deep dive on how I'm really feeling as far as like my depression and just how I'm feeling down and unsure about stuff lately. Um, so recently, I haven't been at my job since last Wednesday, and I figured at 2.45 a.m. on Wednesday. Um, yeah, just getting my test last Monday and just been off of work. I just really been hella down and out about, like, my photography, if I'm trying to still do that, my everyday life, just dealing with that and family and stuff. So I'm going to kind of like stem this all together in like a quick story of and run down like specific events from childhood to now that like really got me just. I'll describe exactly how I'm feeling towards the end of this, but. Um, starting out really, my first memory that I can clearly remember was when I was in kindergarten or first grade. My grandmother and my aunt were teachers. They have their PhDs in like English and communications and everything like that. And it, my grandmother had a school, and it was about I think like four levels I think it was a really big school down in the city near like uh, I think it's like Manchester Avenue or something like that I guess that's the street name of it but down there in the city and she would teach K through 12 so I would be in class doing like my little like kindergarten first grade stuff and then she would have other people in like a different section, but still in the same room. They'd be like in middle school, high school, about to graduate and stuff like that. I remember it was this kid, Kevin. I'm name dropping. I don't even care. It was this dude named Kevin. It's like I used to think like he was like super cool and all that. And I vaguely remember uh, he used to live down the street from the school and like he I guess he lives with like he just his pops or something and I remember one day just seeing him and his pops walking into the school and his pops just having a jerry curl and this had to be like maybe like nine nine two thousand I was born in 94 so yeah this was literally like 98 through like 98 through 2000 yeah so I'm just really just I really thought he was like a cool nigga and 
just that whole time as a kindergarten or first grader, I don't know which one I was, it was just, that's who I wanted to be, like, cool with. Like, I didn't have no, like, regulation of, like, what were friends and who were, like, homies and stuff like that. I just knew, like, I wanted to be around him and, at that time, play with him. No homo. (laughs) And so I would just be, like, just being, like, the little kid and, like, the older group and stuff like that. Just messing around with them. And this one day, uh, I can't. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure it was this other dude that Kevin was with, like his homie or something that was in our class. And this dude out of nowhere just my grandmother leaves from like teaching us, I guess, to go to the bathroom or something. And the dude just pulls a gun out on me. And I'm like what, four or five at the time. And the dude it has to be like high school, middle school, something like that. This was like Dude basically grown. So, like, me, I'm like, haha, I ain't even, like, seen a gun before, my nigga. Like, so I'm just sitting there like, ah, oh, that's funny. I'm just staring the barrel down. And I could tell, like, it's a real gun because and I didn't even know about BB guns. But I realized this, like, as the years of, like, owning a gun and having a BB gun. It was a real gun. So, like. Just think, like, this teenage dude drawing down on a kindergartner, first grader. And this is, like, 9-8 through 2000. So, I always remembered that that moment in time growing up. And I guess, like, once I got to... Now, once I actually started going to, like, a public school, because my grandmother's school was... It was public slash private. It's like she didn't have that many students, but it was enough to where like she can teach everyone at once. So like once I got to elementary, when I started um, in second grade through fifth, I like I was just chill. I was just making friends, like just getting used to being around people and interacting with people my age. So long story short, second through fifth grade, sixth grade kind of too, I didn't like, I didn't see my first fight until maybe like, what, fourth, fifth grade? And like, just violence wasn't like a thing in my world really, except for the instance the guy drawing down on me when I was a uh, kindergarten first grader. So until I got to seventh, eighth grade was when I f- like first like officially started hanging out with these different crowds. You would have like the Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon crowd watches like the animes and stuff. You have the sports crowd because at that time in middle school, I was playing football and Pop Warner outside of school and then going into the season playing basketball at Raytown Middle. So, um, so like I'm finally getting like this idea of like people who came up from the hood and like 
were around that like type of life and stuff like that. So as I'm getting more savvy with like these people and being more cordial and homies with them growing up, I just started like pulling towards that like, oh, well, since they're from the hood and doing these things, let me try to be like this too and be like them because like all the girls was on them like until this day like women still want like them bad guys and like just the like the hood dudes and stuff which teach your own like you can do whatever you want between the women and stuff like that but like just me being a guy it's just like I don't know. I'm not even into like ratchets or nothing like that. So I can't like compare a guy been into been into a ratchet and a girl been into a hood dude. I can't compare it, but scratch all that. Yeah, so seventh, eighth grade, I just started getting that idea. It's like, man, I gotta my whole thing was literally word for word, how do I become hard? <laughs> like nigga I how do I become considered the tough guy even though I'm not from the hood like I I lived what 18th and Benton for like a summer when I was first born and then we moved to Raytown the suburbs at the time like <laughs> like I'm far from like being from like the city and stuff like that and just going up around them was like I always knew I was, like, a good kid, like, just not getting in trouble or anything, but I wanted to do certain stuff they did outside of school and, like, have that reputation during school. So, I was, this was eighth grade, and it was a day that we didn't have school. I think it may have been, like, fall break or something, and I was with my homie me and my brother and my homie was with his younger brother and just one day we were in his backyard and I was like do I who do I have to go body with like how do I become hard and they're just looking at me laughing like busting out laughing I'm like and I'm dead serious like I'm just standing there everybody's sitting down they're just laughing at me looking at each other I, I'm serious, like, how did I become hard? And they was like, oh, well, you got to go body with somebody. And then just jokingly, they they was like, oh, well, go body my homie. He was like, go body my little brother. This dude's literally like 12, 13. And I, not even 12, 13, he's like, I don't know, like 10, 11 at the time. And this is eighth grade, so I'm I'm probably just at 13 at that point. So, like, I'm like, nah, I'm not. That's not the move. I'm not that fight no, like, go body with no little kid. So, later on throughout the years, we get to freshman year and sophomore year. And now we're in a school of, like, you got kids who, like, grew up in a city that moved to the Raytown district and that are, like, 17, 16, 17, 18. 
And a lot of them I knew prior because playing Pop Warner football for the Ravens, you you basically was like a family all them years that you played with them. Like y'all always close and stuff like that. So it was just beneficial for me because I had the best of both worlds. And not to like give credit to like the Gemini in me and nothing like that, but like I was playing multiple roles. I was hanging around the, the I was cool enough to be the floater during school. Floater meaning I can float the different friend groups. I had the friend group that was you would call like the the athletes, the jocks. Uh, freshman through college, basically, I knew everybody. Um, all the like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon kids that I mentioned earlier, and then all the people from the hood, from the city. So like, I'm really like taking in this whole like being from the hood and the ghetto and stuff like that, and I'm just seeing all these beefs. When it was like Trayside and the fifties, and then when I think it was like the uh, Click Clack was out at the time, stuff like that. I was like, "Wow, man! Like it's so much to take in." And then, honestly, the best time that rap hip hop was the best in Kansas City was like that that like oh eight oh seven through 2011 2012 era for like yeah like the ron rons and the the uh not to get anybody's name wrong or anything like that but you had everybody that was out during that time that people still like slapping everything like that and I was like, dude, like, I had every song from every hood in the city. Like, you couldn't, like, I was on everything. I knew the lyrics to everything. So, like, I'm just listening to this stuff daily. I'm just, in my head, I'm not knowing, like, I'm building up this, like, savage, like, I'll do whatever to fit in mentality. So, once we graduate and stuff, by the time I'm a junior and senior, like that stuff is kind of like clouded and kind of behind me because like, like since kind of like sophomore year, I was like a, like a newbie soccer star. It was like, I was a, a star in the making, like everybody knew me because of soccer and like just me being hella cool. Cause people didn't believe that I, I played soccer because, like, I was so cool and laid back and stuff like that. And it just, like, boosted my, like, popularity in high school. And I'm not even going to lie. I did want to be popular. But at the same time, I was very conscious conscious about, like, what really popularity is. So I always knew that I was a floater and that was just the best position in school. So, once I graduated high school, comes college when I went to McPherson. And that's in the middle of Kansas, in McPherson, Kansas. It's three hours from Kansas City. 
45 minutes from Wichita State and maybe like 20 minutes from Salina, Kansas. So I'm in the Goonies like like 66% of the of this little town used to be KKK. So <laughs> what my Asian um financial teacher was telling me. So I'm just like I just get there and it's nobody from where I'm from. I'm saying that like I'm from like the the West Coast or something like that. Ain't nobody from my block or nothing. Ain't nobody from Raytown, like Kansas City, period. Everybody's from Texas or California. So my roommate stemmed from being from Texas. And then towards the end of my college career, before I got kicked out, I had the... um the Bay Area Stockton's roommate from California and just all the little bitties and stuff on the campus just all from Texas, Colorado and California and I was I was in that friend group like I was very fortunate growing up to where like the friend groups that I formed and was in like were like the it people not it people has been like the most popular and like and like just people just like how I describe it is people wanted to party with us because we basically didn't have any limits and me personally I I know my limits but I would just have days in college where I'm like I would ask my friend hey we blacking out tonight and he'd be like yeah, or he'll be like, I can't. But if I got it in my head that, yeah, I'm blacking out tonight, I'm blacking out. And I remember everything, like every situation when I was drunk or blacked out and stuff like that, or super high, crossfaded. Like, I remember everything. And I just remember all through college, I'm seeing all these people. And this one dude, two dudes that really fascinated me at college from the Bay Area, NorCal. Um, They were both on the football team, and they were cousins, I believe. Yeah, they were cousins. And they were actually, like, one of them was, uh, was a blood. And the other, I could tell, like, he's about that life, but... He doesn't bang and he's more about like the football and like fitness and everything like that. So I'm just going through school like this. And this is when I like first got introduced to like everything California from Dago on up to the Bay Area. Like all like HPK gang and jerking. I was in college right after jerking was popular. So it was dying off for people like, of course, people from Cali and like my Dago homies. They were still like jerking and everything like that because jerking was a thing before it got hot all over. That's just a whole different story I'll, I'll get into about all my homies from like California and stuff like that. And for the longest, people thought I was from California, just like the way I dressed and then just my demeanor, period. And it was just, it was a a fun experience in college. And with the two cousins, 
I just really like whenever I would see them out, I'm like, man, like it's so cool seeing that like you ain't really got to like be hard. You can be about like the the college thing and still rep where you come from and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just in the back of my head, it was just suppressed that. Oh, yeah, I got to be like this way because like all this stuff is leading up to this. And it wasn't until I got kicked out of college and years later to around 2018 when I'm two years into um, photography and I just doing like my photography. And then at the time working at Route 21 and Independence when it was across the street before it got into um, uh independence uh center the mall so i'm just doing like the photography thing and i click back up with my homie from uh middle school easy but uh known to me as eddie and he was he was the kid that was from um the city the hood and everything like that uh, bad kid, like, just did what he wanted, and I always felt like Easy was my parallel, like, person in the world. It's like, we're, we both have our own lane, but doing our own thing, but in that specific lane, we're kind of equal in what we're doing. I was like that, um, like the good, quiet kid that didn't get in trouble at all, um, playing like soccer and stuff like that. Uh, we did play basketball together, uh, freshman and sophomore before he, he, uh, went to, uh, JV and stuff. And I just wasn't rocking with JV. I was done with basketball sophomore year just because of cuz of a coach and stuff like that but another day another story and yeah he's just like my parallel like partners like like I said me being the growing up being the quiet good kid uh minding my well he minds his manners too but like just just doing me stand out the scene and then him on the other hand like the class clown um super active like dude like <laughs> like we got he got stories for days that we just talk about of stuff he did when we were in middle school just shorties and stuff like that so like i always like so once we linked back up in 2017 um while he was just doing like his on a new tip of doing like the music because how I like recently was hearing about him was he was doing the rap stuff and he had like the super long dreads and everything and he was killing the rap. like it was super hard and it was the best stuff out uh after all of like the the KC like rappers that were from like the hoods and stuff like the 30s and the 50s and stuff like that uh after 
they were like they were all getting like locked up and stuff and just that whole phase just phased out and then he was just doing it before he went to like the R&B Drake route and, and before the Caribbean music now and like pop music and I just always like in 2017 just connected and always told him like yeah dude like growing up in middle school and stuff with our homies and stuff our mutual homies like I just always wanted to be down I wanted to be hard with y'all like just fights and stuff and like now like that I'm more honest with myself I always like let him know because he's a brother to me like not even blood but he's he's a brother he's my brother for sure and I just tell him all the times like because he knows like and like a lot of y'all know that um I have my suicidal tendencies like I write down in my notes like the specific um dates that like yeah it's the today it, it might be my day and it didn't take me to like recently during this whole lockdown that like I could really like connect with myself through like all this depression and stuff that I have from like a past breakup last year in 2019 and just my whole just so like how I feel a decline in my photography but other people say it's a uh incline since 2018 and I finally realized this year that not only that it's suicidal, but I have like these homicidal like tendencies and it just so me knowing that I kind of strayed away from like ever owning a gun and stuff like that. And even when my my younger brother, who's two years younger than me, uh, he first got his a couple years ago and, and then sold it. I was always like just so scared just why he had it around him and stuff like that. Like I was terrified of guns and stuff like that until I recently got mine about like three, four months ago. And those like homicidal tendencies just like kind of suppressed and just kind of went away once I got a gun because I'm like well dang like I got a gun now it's so easy to kill somebody like and I was never the type of person who's like oh like a serial killer or something like that who just do that dumb stuff just because like just killing somebody just because like no like it'd be like if somebody was like harming me or like just press me or something like that it's like I got like my mentality now is like I'll definitely like fight you and stuff like that, but certain situations I'll just pull the trigger on you. Like I don't got no problem blowing somebody down. Like it's no homo. Like it's whatever with me now. So like I, I'm trying to do a lot of like the, a lot of like soul searching and like, cause I'm super spiritual and I know like that's not the move for me, especially if that I want to go to heaven but like always have like these like these rage days where like I'm super angry at myself and the world 
And I'm like, well, shoot, like, if I don't make it to heaven, I'm cool with hell. Like, I just make hell my home because I basically feel like I'm living there now. And, like, just reading everything about, like, hell and stuff and, like, the Bible and everything and just, like, and through all, like, religions and practices and stuff like that. I I became like kind of numb to it and accepting that if this is the road that I want to take just cuz I got nothing to prove to nobody but at the same time I just I just kind of like since I was younger not like retali- retaliating to well, I guess reacting to um, like just people who are like mess with me and stuff like that and just laughing it off. Like now it's like I can't really laugh it off. It's like you do this either it's one or two ways. I got sympathy for you and I'm just going to let it slide, which I do majority of the time. Basically like that 99% of the time but like that 1% it's like at the end of the day that 1% I'm always going to think about it. it's like that's that option too it's like you just going to have to get blown down light you up like a Christmas tree and not to make it sound like it's funny and fun and cool and stuff like that because I, I don't want to feel like this but it's it definitely like activated with this this recent instance that I had um, uh, through like my Instagram DMs um, just some dude with this girl I know and I know both of them but I'm I'm more close to the girl acquaintance wise just because like I've done like multiple shoots with her and all I did was I had um, at the time a second Twitter for like my OnlyFans stuff. So like I was posting like those like um the thirsty type pictures and stuff like that and a couple nudes and everything like that just to get just get the ball rolling on um on the fans. Just to I like the show off. It was it was less about the money, it was more about the show off. And he didn't like it, I guess, because all I did was just follow her. I didn't, I never hit her up. I never liked anything. I just wanted to get traffic to my page so it'd get like the word of mouth, like, oh, hey, you hear about Monte and his like OnlyFans and stuff. I wonder what it's about. Like, oh, go check out his Twitter. Like, those are kind of like the sneak peeks and stuff like that. So I was doing that up until basically yesterday. Like, I just had like this complete meltdown yesterday, but um, I get to that towards the end, almost wrapping it up now. But the dude that's seeing this girl that I follow, like, I guess like a couple of days later, he hit me in the DMs was like, oh, why are you following my girl like this? Um, uh, you got like your whole piece out and everything like that. So at first I'm like, I'm going the route. Well, dang, like, I've been in situations like this before where, like, I liked the girl's picture, never DM'd her or nothing, didn't even, like, hit them up or nothing. And then it's a a dude that is affiliated with them that hits me up 
basically threatening, kind of insinuating that type of time. And I'm just sitting there like, man, I came a long way because before I would, I would be scared. I'm like, oh man, I don't want this. Like, I don't want these problems and stuff like that. Like, please let it go away. Like I would like block everybody associated with it and just go my own way. And then I had the second thought, man, I've been through too much this past two years. Like, I don't even care about life or myself anymore. So why should I even care about you? So I'm contemplating like, man, like. Like, if I had to, like, off somebody, it got to be this person. And that was just this this idea, but. Not really. Well, I guess it was the idea because I was thinking of it, but I just can't do that. Like it's it's too close to home just because of the situation and and stuff like that. So people would know it was me if it happened, but I wouldn't care about that, honestly. And some people would be like, oh, aren't you like scared that you'll get like killed or like badly hurt or in jail and stuff like that i'm like and to y'all thinking that or saying it i don't care honestly like i care because i don't want my moms to be like upset and stuff at me and at herself if she has that mentality of blaming herself which it has nothing to do with her at all this is just the life that i grew to make myself and after thinking that, I'm like, well, it's so easy to just shoot somebody and be over with it. Like, maybe you just need to just shoot the fair one with them, go toes. I'm like, I don't even want to do that because honestly, if I was to ever kill somebody, I wanted to be by bare hands. And. So I'm like, man, it's just a toss up. So I, so I just went with the the neutral third option. I hit him back after like 30 minutes of contemplating and erasing stuff that I was writing down. I was that I was typing out. I'm like, honestly, bro, I'm just doing it to get some traffic to the OnlyFans. It wasn't even nothing to even try to hit on her or nothing. And. I just left it at that, but at the end of the message that he sent before I sent mine, he called me a goofy, and as some people know, like, I've spent half my life in Chicago living during the summers with family and stuff like that, all over Chicago, west side, south side, all of them, up north in the city and stuff like that, so, like... The word goofy is a definite insult to me, especially from people who don't know that it's like a like it's like basically like calling somebody a goofy, which is probably not as bad now uh, in the shot and stuff like that. But like 
at that time, like, how I took it was uh, how people from, like, the East Coast say, suck my dick and stuff like that. Like, they take that as, like, are you ready to lose your life type of words like that when you say it to somebody. So that's how I took it. And I still, like, I'm cool about it, but at the same time, like, it's static still. It's like, I ain't gonna press the issue, but if something happened, I got, I'm just not the type of person who has words for people. I just do stuff. So I don't want to really be around this person or anywhere around people that are kind of associated with them. So I stopped like responding to like people that are like close to him and stuff like that. Just because, like, I just don't want to be in situations where, like, they invite me somewhere, then I see him, and then it's an upset, and now I'm looking like the bad person. So, I, it's honestly nothing to me, like, I don't even care about the situation, honestly, it's just a, just a respect thing. I'm a, I got, I got, like, the old soul. I'll go off of respect. If I respect you and you respect me, it's all cordial. But if ain't no respect and I still respect you, it'll still be cordial. But if it's disrespect from you and I accept it as the disrespect and I keep it as that, then it's bad for you. And that's just like for future like references because like I'm still trying to like I'm still I'm still working on myself and just working on these like suicidal tendencies and now the homicidal tendencies and like just it feels good to me carrying a gun around and I always have like these these thoughts and like I play out these scenarios like oh man if this happens right now then I'm totally prepared like I don't even care if like I get popped and I die or something like that or I take my life like it's just one of the things where like I want it to happen but at the same time I don't but it's still that like thirst for it it's not even really like a thirst for blood it's just like I think my problem is I want people to see me as the big blood, you heard? Nah, so I just want I just want respect and like just just for people to to know not to like mess or be a certain way towards me. Cause I'm cool and calm and collective the three c's but now it's like i feel like the kukon collective is one side of me and that other side basically that like gemini tendency is that other side is just is evil i i just i don't like it but it's it's me right now so Yeah, man, I just had to, like, vent on that and just tell y'all 
how I am right now because a lot of people they see on like my Instagram stories and like my Twitters and stuff just basically putting like out like a a public pre-suicide notes really in my stories and it's I don't know it just feels like that day is like that I'm actually going to do it is going to come but I'm I'm trying just to keep it keep it down right now for the most part but um yeah man it's I just stay out the way so I ain't gotta hurt nobody and or end up hurting myself man because it's not fun doing this and I wish I would have known this growing up like this type of life it isn't like it's not fun being a party pooper really not saying that I am, but like, it's definitely a party foul if you, if I want to do the stuff that I'm always thinking about daily, hourly. So, yeah, I might do a part two about this later on, just to give like a, a update on it and stuff like that. But for right now, it's is definitely high suicide, moderate homicide or type tendencies, type thoughts. So just stay up with me. Keep me in y'all thoughts and prayers, man. Because at this point, I don't care about nothing. I don't care at all. But yeah, man, it's been a while. Corona's still a thing. I should be getting my test back soon. Um, just to know, like, my results and everything. But until next time, this is Monte Law. Hopefully the next time y'all hear from me and see me is not on the news. But um, this is Bad Bowlers Podcast, man. It's fun. Toodles, my nigga. <laughs>